I'm out of weird sounds to make in our intro, so welcome to No Pointers. We're your hosts, Gerald. Steven. And Mark. The pandemic is almost over, um, so we have to get back into shape. We're going to talk all about getting fit. Stay tuned. But before we talk about getting fit, um, I'm told that Mark knows all about it, so he's going to teach me because my news item of the day, I, I came late into the studio. I walked through the rain and the hail, apparently. Um, I'm, I'm still a little bit, my pants are a little bit wet um, because I'm on my longest streak ever, I'm closing my Apple Watch rings. I'm almost embarrassed to say that it's only 25 days. Um, so if that's my longest streak ever, I've since I've had a Apple Watch since forever. So <laughs> I've not been doing that great, um, but yeah. So that happened, um, and then you know because, like I said, we're getting kind of out of the pandemic. Um, things are starting to open up again a little bit. Um, so you know it's time to start. Do I mean it's kind of funny. I thought about it the other day. So there's kind of two groups of people: people who. Um, gained weight because they stopped doing um, all the things and just, you know, sit down and, and never go anywhere anymore. Um, or the people who said, like, you know, I have now lots of time to um, go do exercises at home and whatever. Um, and I think I have the feeling that Mark is that last category, but we'll find out. We'll find out. Uh, but the other thing, it also has a little bit to do with, you know, being fit. I think we talked about our equipment in the office. Steven has, you know, bit the bullet. He's going to buy a chair. Um, he's done extensive research. At some point, he messaged us. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't know what to do with all these chairs. A chair is just a chair. What's going on? Which one? Which one is it? Oh, boy. I don't even know if it's internationally sold, but <laughs> it's uh, it's actually, you have these, these obviously, the very expensive Herman Miller ones, mm -hmm. which it isn't. Um, but there's also, like, sort of just below that tier um, ergonomic type chairs. Um, and it's even a refurbished one. So mm. it's... Uh, it, you can pick those up on, on, I wouldn't say on the cheap, because they're still hundreds of euros. But um, So this yeah. one's from his brother, Jack Miller. Yeah, Jack Miller <laughs> and, and Hank as well. Hank. <laughs> Hank sure. Miller. Okay, cool. So um, what, what, you know, what made you make this decision? Reviews. Reviews. And a lot, lot of reviews and a lot of digging through forums of people like us asking this same question. Mm -hmm. IT nerds who need to at least spend, like, I wouldn't say eight hours because I, I don't sit eight hours straight, but yeah, something like that. But I also decided to order a, um, something that isn't necessarily a chair, but like a, a bar stool type thing that mm -hmm. can go mm. up and down as well. Um, for if I wanted to sit differently, but that'll just be a, an Ikea one, I think, um, and I have the standing desk already, so I can I can go all the way in so you're all different kinds sets. of ways. You're not fully set for all the chairs and all the positions Anything. that you can take in front of I'll, the I'll put a couch in the room and I can lay down if I really want <laughs> to, if I'm the tired thing, of all this sitting. The only thing missing is a, is a swing from the ceiling so you can... Just yeah, that would well, be nice. Actually, there is this one. Is it the? Oh my gosh, I, I, I can't remember. 
I think it's very popular in the US, the, the standing desk kind of thing. Um, and you actually can get a hammock for in between. So when it's in the hmm. standing position, you can get a hammock and you can lie down under your desk for a quick nap. Um, it so that it doesn't be. sound like I get very much work done. No. <laughs> uh, maybe you need a, a mini fridge next to it and then just have cocktails and well anyway i'm liking this improvement in my yeah. work environment <laughs> for the for the inspirational days right so you can you can just let it flow yeah but i still have got one very important question there for you Stephen. oh does the new share still squeak it does i mean not. a lot of our podcast listeners will not know this but whenever gerald or i am allowed to edit the episode there is at least one reference to your squeaky chair yep there it is there it is i'll leave there this one in i'll leave this one in. i'll <laughs> leave it yeah leave it in that that's the entire reason i was even looking for a new one because this oh. is just i don't even know where this is coming from i mean this this chair has been here like i don't know maybe it came with the house <laughs> yeah we bought the house know. it was here <laughs> i don't yeah. know where it came from but it's it's really cheap and definitely dying so yeah don't need it anymore but i also saw by the way which was entirely new to me a kneeling chair which apparently is a thing um so it's actually it's two pads where you put your knees on and there's a part where you put your bum on and it has no backrest at all so you're just you are the one balancing and giving yourself back support i think i've seen those but yeah i, I don't know i mean if, if if a listener has got one of those chairs i would be actually quite interested in how is it long term? You know, like if you're sitting it for for hours, like do you still get out. What if your leg goes numb? I mean, <laughs> then you like captured all. I mean, then it's like then you tilt over and. Yeah. But it's still it's still the right height then, right? It's not let you sit like close to the ground. It's still no, it's it's sort of, obviously. I think you need to lower your desk probably some. Ah, but okay. It. Uh... So it's more yeah. like a Japanese desk then, where you <laughs> it's, are it on the could floor. Very well be. <laughs> I, I don't know where this came from. Hmm. Okay, interesting, interesting. Um, so, you know, this, oh, 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 the segue, oh no, oh my gosh, um, to be sitting on your knees all the time, you have to be very fit and have strong abs. I don't know, it <laughs> doesn't get any better than this. So let's talk about getting fit. Um, I think we've we've mentioned here and there that Mark, you know, he's, he's kind of into this sort of thing. Um, I know Steven does sports whenever he gets around to it. Um, I also know that he doesn't enjoy running. Um, I've once heard someone say, which was not Stephen, that running is for scared animals. So, you know, there's that. Um, and me, I, I don't point. know. I, I, I just, I, the, the main thing for me is that I cannot do it consistently. Uh, and it works best for me if I have a goal. Um, so, you know, I um, um, ran half a marathon at some point. Um, and then, you know, it was like, okay, that's off my list. Check, done, boom, never ran again. Um, or, you know, at least for, for one week, maybe then I didn't, and I stopped and, uh, because I can't just find a good rhythm to keep doing that. Uh, but anyway, so why, I think it's kind of obvious, but why should we even care about this? I mean, as developers, like Stephen already mentioned, we sit for eight, maybe more hours a day. Um, hopefully not in one sitting. Did you get it? Uh, but still, we sit a lot of the time. So I think it's extra important for us developers and other people working in kind of office settings to stay fit. Um, is there why, Mark, Mark, my, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Well, to punish ourselves. No, I mean, 
maybe you do it for that. But uh, I think the main reason is the thing is like our our body is part of our being here, and I generally say the the fitter your body is, the fitter your mind will also be. So that's the reason why I do it. So I do sports uh, quite often, <laughs> multiple times a week. And the main reason I do it is uh, just uh, for the quality of life that it gives you. I mean, sure, one could argue that in front of a computer, typing, uh, moving the mouse, if you if you can do that, you're, you're safe. But uh, at the end of the day, I, I just noticed that I'm a lot more energized in, in general, like also in doing thought work when I get to do my sports. And I have done parts of my life where I have uh, neglected, neglected the sports. And uh, yeah, I... I could feel it afterwards, like in my back, which started to hurt after sitting very long sessions in front of the computer. And I never really anymore have back pains because of sitting too long in front of the computer. So yeah, I think there are, there are many good things. And you said it before, I mean, doing sports, um, it can be a chore. Uh, many people do running, I guess, because it's a really easy sport to get into. And there's also a lot of sport surrounding running like uh, i know steven he's an avid football player as soon as the corona will allow him to do it again with some friends um that involves running if you play basketball you do running if you do a lot of sports you end up running so i think that's something that you can get really nicely into and that's a uh, cardio so that's one thing that you can do another sport that i'm currently more into is strength training so you can use weights you can also use body weight there's many ways you can do it and generally what it does it focuses on building muscle you don't do it like for an hour you use the same muscle but you do work in sets and uh, you you gain strength and i think if you combine cardio or some sports with strength training uh, that's usually the the ideal way to go and last but not least i mentioned it before i think Stephen, you mainly do sport because it's fun playing football i hope pretty much um to to hook back into you uh, mentioning it, yes, we typically play indoor soccer five versus five, but obviously all indoor bits. Talking about? Oh, sorry, football. <laughs> uh, obviously, all this uh, indoor stuff is is banned for life. Um, but we are actually starting it back up again outdoor because we found a little pitch somewhere like twenty minutes drive from here, um, which has two goals and it has fake grass, so. Okay. There's, yeah. there, there's at least something. Staying um, close to home. <laughs> yeah, staying close to home. So th- that at least allowed us to start back up again. But most of those guys didn't play for a year or maybe even a bit longer at this point. So it, it last Thursday, I think, was the first real test. And, well, let's just say it uh, it needed some work from most people. But we, we kept ourselves extra fit because that entire field doesn't really have any boarding around it. So if you <laughs> kick the ball too hard, you could walk into the field from some kind of farmer and go get it because it's nice. somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Um, so yeah, that, that kept you fit. Just fetching the ball a lot and standing still. So sports, yay. Hey, super fun, super fun. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of... And that's the strength and the cardio. So I... I signed up for a gym 
uh, somewhere just before the pandemic, I think. <laughs> uh, so you know, I'm I'm paying them good money right now. Um, but so that's that's was kind of my way of like you know I'm paying them. It's not too far from here. Um, they had all these kinds of apps and things. All the all the machines were keeping score how you were doing. So you know that's that's right up my alley. That was cool. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of the thing that I did. But yeah, and running the thing about running for me is. Um, it's, it's just easy. You know, you get a pair of shoes and you just go, you don't have to, you know, prepare, go somewhere, blah, blah, blah. You can just, um, go out the door and you can just go. So that is, um, pretty cool. That's it for me. But it's, like I said, it, I think my main problem is just finding a good rhythm now with two young kids and, um, I don't know. Uh, of course, before I was traveling a lot with, uh, you know, the conferences and there was people, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going off here now, but there was people, other speakers who would then bring their shoes and go running somewhere, um, abroad where they were. Uh, but I should not do that because I would get lost very easily. So, you know, I would go running and never go come back probably. So I have a road bike because, you know, we are in the part of the Netherlands that is a little bit hilly, which is actually killing me. I like it flat what? and just, you know, I thought, I thought it was all flat. I thought it wasn't. I well, you know, like relative, relative. relative. <laughs> we have the Amstel Gold Mark. It's the, it's an international thing, isn't it? Bike race mm-hmm. thingamajig. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so I, I inflated the tires a little bit, gave them some air, treated them, um, uh, spoiled them a little bit, whispered some sweet things into their, um, I don't know, into their things. And... Um, I should take it out. I should take it out. But uh, yeah, now the weather is not great, like I mentioned already. And there's always an excuse to not go, right? So that's kind of the thing. Yeah, outdoor sports at the moment is not that much fun. We have, like in, in Europe, where we are, Narrow Studios, it's uh, it's quite cool and it's quite wet. And uh, so, yeah, um, I think one good thing to always remember is uh, you, you're not water soluble. So or you won't dissolve in water. Uh, but it's definitely not as much fun running in the rain or taking a bike ride in the rain than it yeah. is in, a, in nice weather. Uh, I'll give you that. That being said, I mean, I think another reason why a lot of people do sport is to lose weight, dare I may say so. Um, though, Gerald, you said it at the beginning, uh, some people, they may have gained a few pounds. While this pandemic is going on, I mean, let's be honest, the commute from bed to office to fridge to office table to toilet to office table is not that big of a distance as it might have used to be to get into your office and those few steps and those few extra uh, activities that you have to do they they can sum up uh, I believe so that's also the reason why some people they then go for for walks so they they fake a commute they go for a nice long stroll in the morning I'm in the evening to get in some steps and to burn some extra calories. I uh, I fully agree. I think especially on the on the walking end of things, like especially when when the entire lockdowns and all that stuff was happening, where you really were were very limited in everything you could do. I t- I can't even count the amount of times I walked around the village. It's I mean, <laughs> there's not a street I haven't seen in in that period probably. Not that I live in a very big village, but still, um, there, there is it bores at some point very quickly, at least for me. Um, 
But I also, just for the fun of it, since we are IT nerds and, and app developers, I sort of like weeks ago, I think at this point, installed an app just to, to track what you're eating. So the mm -hmm. calorie thing, at least just calories, I think sugars, fats, and carbohydrates or what are they, what are they called? Um, just to, to see what you're eating on a day and what you're spending sporting or, well, not that much sporting at this point. And some, some of those things are like truly shocking, at least to me, that, that you're eating something that's equal to like an entire lunch in, in just in between somewhere. Um, which, yeah, it, it, I just tracking it for a week gives you a lot of insights already. And it's, I, I wouldn't say it's fun to do because, well, as an app developer, I have some remarks about the app. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I did that least. too at some point, uh, also during the pandemic, like, because, you know, it's, I, I probably have to, you know, face also that it's maybe age becomes a factor at this point. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, it's because now, um, uh, losing weight is, yeah, I could lose some weight definitely. And now I gained some, so there's definitely something to lose. Um, but you know, and now I have, I, I am on this streak. I'm not doing anything, um, different with eating or whatever, which I probably should also look into, but yet I'm still gaining weight. So there's something still needs to happen. Um, but anyway, and it's not much, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, up and down here and there. Uh, but definitely, I, I also started to track uh, some of that food, and it wasn't too shocking, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, the thing that gets really boring really fast is that you have to find like the um, the right meal, right? Because or else you have to put in all the ingredients manually or whatever. So it's quite the chore to actually input it all um, correctly into the app with all the things. Um, yeah. Actually, I don't know how much of an international thing that is, but... Um, Stephen, I know you have the service too. We have this delivery service that gets us kind of fresh food and you can configure if you want it's, it. Is it international? It's quite international. Yeah. I think the US has it as well. Well, probably, probably. Anyway, you get a box with three or four meals. Maybe you can do even more uh, with all fresh ingredients, blah, blah, blah. Um, and they have an app, of course, to you know uh, order the, the recipes that you want for that week. Um, and there's a button to import that straight into your Apple Health, I think. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I haven't done it, but, you know, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and all the other things, you know, it's it's also nuts, uh, not just this app. Um, it, it would be cool if it would be more like the Apple Watch that it will track all the things automatically, right? Um, because that thing tracks um, a lot of stuff as well. And, you know, so I'm just trying to at least get those, um, what is it, 10K steps a day or at least get all my rings filled up, um, which is fun because it's it's also kind of a gamification uh, because at least the calories that you have to burn, um, it decides that on a weekly basis. And each week now, as I'm hitting the goals each time, it's going up. So it's, it's getting harder to actually, um, you know, um, um, hitting that goal. So that's probably something good for me, but I definitely also need to start picking up some um, like real sports and not just um, making sure my movement ring is, is filled, but also actually burn something with uh, intense, uh, intensive stuff. So this, this thing you're mentioning, like we are the probably a certain group of people here in the, in the IT nerd sphere. 
is is gamification the option or the the solution I oh it definitely is for me absolutely because it i i don't really it doesn't really trigger me i mean i, I showed you the screenshot before we went into the studio mine mine isn't even set up my movement rings mm -hmm. just... no for me is definitely a thing and all the, every every app or whatever that has gamification i need to have all the achievements all the things <laughs> Well, and they uh, and Apple Watch they sneaky bring out a new achievement goal every month to to hit. Uh, I think this month it's kilometers you have to or like distance you have to walk. I'm not sure Achieve. if it's if it's personal because for me at least it's um, the May challenge is um, hitting fourteen thousand calories that you have to burn or something. Okay, okay, that was my April challenge. Oh, but yeah. Cool. So so yeah, they personalize it and so they. You'll get different levels, but uh, I remember once comparing certain uh, challenges with you, Gerald, and yeah, it, it was unfair for me, I, I thought, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but I think I think these, these gamifications, they can really help to get you into a rhythm because uh, I think what you, what you somehow have to get into is that it becomes a routine for you, and I think this gamification can really also keep you motivated. I think it's totally normal that you will get bored or that you suddenly don't don't feel it today. I don't I don't feel this run, having this run in me today and I'll just skip it. And I think that's the that's the danger zone because then you skip one and then you skip two days and then you think, oh no, this week I'll just give myself a break. But next week, next we'll get again back on top of it. And I think those always yeah if you once fall into that trap or you have already fallen into that trap, I think that's totally human to be uh, that, that way. And uh, I think if you have a helper that reminds you uh, or a friend that reminds you, hey, how's your progress going uh, and, and pushes you back on track, I think those things are totally fair game to use. Though one thing that I've noticed with the Apple Watch is it tries to uh, get you to achieve your fitness goal every day. So if you start to do like a bit more intensive workouts, you might have a workout one day and then you have a rest day because you want to, uh, if you go running, you will always use the same muscles. So your body also needs rest when you stress it because the, the muscles, uh, they will build not during the training session, but while you're resting. And if you don't give yourself enough time for resting, uh, you might injure yourself in the long term. And uh, I think that's always a bit, yeah, a tricky thing. Like how how far can you go with this gamification? So I think if you if you haven't done sport for a long while, uh, I think they're really good. Uh, if you just take it slow, like steady, steady, uh, slow and steady wins the race. Uh, I think the same thing applies here in sports. And yeah, that's that's just the thing to do. But a lot of people I see when I do sports, uh, so you go out, you have your smartwatch or heartbeat uh, monitor on and you do the sport and you see wow i've burned 600 calories and i'll now have a huge meal and i'll have a dessert and i'll treat myself with some soda on top and yeah because i got these 600 calories and i think that's a bit of a danger trap because oftentimes uh, you said it before tracking calories is hard um i've 
tried it a few times just to get like a general idea of what you're eating how many calories that is um but yeah i think that's uh that's maybe not the best a way to to lose weight in a, in a long-term fashion don't i mean what sports is really helpful but i think the the nutrition side is what will really allow you to to lose weight and it's it's fairly simple to 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 say it's uh, losing weight is you have to come into a caloric deficit so your body if you're doing nothing it will use energy and if you move, it will use a bit more energy, but our body's like super efficient. Uh, so if you go for a long run, you burn maybe, I don't know, 1,000 calories in an hour. or It depends from body type, but your body will probably burn 2,000, 2,500 kilocalories just by doing nothing. And so what you want to do if you want to lose weight is that you eat less calories than your body actually uses. Not eat nothing anymore. It's like, I think the formulas on the web that will show you maybe how many calories it's a percentage of your total intake and if you eat less than that you will start losing weight and there are many diet forms out there that will promise you that you will lose weight in a super fast fashion i'm not a huge fan of those because usually uh, you will lose weight really fast during that session and then you will fall back into old habits and you'll bounce back really quickly into your old weight and yeah it will not be of long time but what a lot of these diets will try to get you doing is actually get into that caloric deficit more easily because they force you to change your habits that you're now having so a lot of them they will uh, not allow you to eat anymore that uh, snicker bar that you have been favoring every time for the after lunch treat and just by leaving that out you might already be sliding into a caloric deficit and then suddenly be losing weight and i think that's uh yeah one of the things that is going on behind nutrition is uh, yeah reducing those those calories yeah it sounds really easy getting into this caloric deficit but i think the hard part is uh you're you're like wired to to having certain certain habits so like uh i remember after lunch i always treated myself with an energy drink and if you want to get rid of that, I always treat myself with an energy drink. You'll have like this super strong craving after after lunch. Now, now I want to have my sugar reward. And if you leave it out, you go like, ah, come on, just just today, you know, like today's like a really hard day, and I still really have to get this work thing done. So I'll do it again tomorrow. And you, and you will see that you you postpone this decision like on and on and on out. And uh, yeah, suddenly. Uh, two weeks have gone by and every day was super hard and you just really needed that treat to to get through today and i think those are the those are the hard things to that you or like cookies like you you know you really like cookies or you really like your your crisps uh stuff like that or you got like your favorite meal uh that is just super caloric dense and it will just always let you overshoot your caloric intake and so you will continuously start to gain wait it's so so unfair so i think you you mentioned kind of the, the habits a couple of times now like you know it's a you have to get into the habit of basically sporting um and also maybe then lose the habit to you know treat yourself with certain things um so that's that's also a big um, part of this i think i think it i've read somewhere once that it takes about three months for something to become a habit and that you it, it goes into your system and without thinking basically you 
um, go out to do your sporting without actually having to push yourself uh, to it. Uh, but yeah, a, a lot of things. So th- th- this wasn't really in the show notes, so I'm going to improvise here. Don't be scared. Um, but one of the this is all about like the the physical being fit, right? Um, and the thing that I've also been doing is a mutual friend of Stephen and me um, has a sudden interest in the Iceman. Have you heard of him, Mark? He's yeah, a he's a Dutch guy before. who um, he's Dutch. he sits in like freezing water. He <laughs> climbed uh, uh, Mount Rushmore, no, not Mount Rushmore, Mount whatever <laughs> Everest, probably uh, a couple of times in record um, record speeds. So you know he's doing some crazy things, um, and all because with a couple of simple things that he does. And one of the things is um, you know ending all of your showers cold, basically. Uh, and it, it, you know, it's not that I, it's a world of difference yet. Maybe it's coming. I'm, I'm doing it for two to three weeks now. Um, but you know, the very least you will gain if you do it in the morning is that you will be very much awake whenever you arrive at your desk. <laughs> um, but other than that, and, I mean, and the it, neighbors, because you're screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Um, no, but it, it really, it's much easier now to, to actually do it. And um, kind of like the idea behind this is that it's a stressor. So, you know, you give your body a new impulse to do whatever and, and your veins will become more wide and more narrow and whatever, and that's all changing. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a whole idea behind it. Um, and, you know, if you keep doing it for a while, then your um, heart rate will go down. And he also has a set of breathing techniques uh, that go with it. And I think some other stuff um so i i must admit that i didn't really do that yet um also because it sounded very scary that you see all kinds of things <laughs> and start hallucinating and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa i don't know about that but um we'll see um so you know there's there's also that and um i think i've mentioned before that it also helps me sometimes to just listen to uh, some asmr so all the tapping sounds to relax and do all the things um i have had a Mindspace account for a little while. Uh, so, you know, these things can definitely help also with um, getting fit, getting into a new habit, getting into a, a certain mindset, I think. Um, and also, you know, being fit is not just your physical appearance, but also um, all the other things that come with it. I think that's also important not to forget, especially with all the mm-hmm. lockdowns and things that you might have on your mind. So, um yeah, yeah, I think that's that's a really good thing to mention. Uh, so I've I've tried getting into this meditation thing uh, multiple times, and it has never really stuck. It's probably me. I mean, I hear people saying the same thing about sports, and uh, uh, reflecting on it, it's probably just me not giving it enough time, so it will stick. But uh, the same thing goes for me in sports. I mean, if you really uh, push yourself a bit in sports, like if you go for long runs, I mean, I'm sure, Gerald, you will have known this when you have run a half marathon, you get this runner's high. Mm -hmm. So after a certain point, your body will start to release certain hormones, which will just, uh, yeah, make you happy. And you'll just like zone out or zone into the run and you'll just enjoy it and just be there. And I mean, when I started out running, um, I never, I always believed that was not true. I mean, how could that be true? I mean, I was running there, I was trying my best and it was just, it was just pure agony from, from the, for, after the first two, 300 meters until I, I reached whatever 
goal I set myself. 500 meters. <laughs> yeah. I, I, di- I didn't want to say that on the record. Oh, yeah. sorry. sorry yeah. <laughs> no, totally. And I think, uh, I mean, I think that's also what uh, I, I once heard this, like if you're starting out and I think it also goes if you're on it for a long time and you hit like a wall, um, yeah, don't always train at your maximum. I mean, that's not fun. I mean, pushing yourself sometimes a bit to the limits, uh, it can be it can be a, a cool experience for you because you will notice that you might be able to push through a limit that you thought was there. But it is also yeah, it can be quite tiring. And I think if you if you want to do it repeatedly, which will be better, like especially if you go uh, for for multiple running sessions instead that you go for run running session you have everything hurts the next five days so badly because you just totally overdone have overdone it and then you go again for a run instead that you say okay i'll take it easy i'll go again uh the next day or the over next day and you will get maybe in those five days you'll get in three three running sessions and you will then continuously build up and get better and you will then even be able to run farther or, or faster than that one time where you really push yourself and i think that yeah just just keep that in mind i think the the repetition is goal or like showing up and also being able to show up and not having destroyed yourself completely on one workout is uh something to keep in mind yeah for me it's it all boils down to fun I think at this point, because this this runner's high you speak of, does that come after the incredible pain and suffering somewhere? <laughs> it actually comes during the run. It actually should come on during the run. Oh, well, okay. it's it's. I don't know if it's like a high. I, I don't I don't know if it was that for me, but at some point at least is. So maybe for me it was actually, and now it's gonna sound like I'm bragging, but at some point you know you reach a point where you feel that you at least can just keep going on forever, kind of like Forrest Gump, like, you know, just keep going. And that was also the thing, like half a marathon for me is enough because at some point I'm just kind of bored, actually, like, okay, I'm running, I'm still running. Oh, look, this is nice, but I'm still running. And Hey, sheep. Oh, I, yeah, sheep. <laughs> hey, I should do this other thing for work. Hmm. Um, it's, it's very hard for me to, to shut off uh, with all the thoughts and things, basically. Um, so I don't know, maybe I'm doing it wrong. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. But that's, 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 I was going to say that earlier, Stephen, because I, you're probably going to say like, you know, you probably want to do the sports without, um, knowing that you are doing sports kind of that kind of thing. Like, you know, I like, uh, football, I like doing whatever just for the game and, oh, oh, you, um, do some workout while you're actually doing that. So that's good. Um, which is maybe something that I also have. Uh, the problem I have is that I'm always kind of average on the sports. So, you know, football, <laughs> I get by, but it's not enough. So I feel, you know, I feel um, I'm holding the rest back. So that's why I have trouble getting into those things. And of course, you know, if you do it more of- often, then hopefully <laughs> um, you will improve. But that's kind of what's holding me back in in that regard. But um, so that's also the thing with running and getting on the bike. You can also do that just yourself and um, don't have someone laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, my I would really probably enjoy biking more than running because running is just, well, it just agonizes me at some point. But for biking, like if you want to get a solid amount of kilometers in, it'll just take time or you need to ride mm. real fast, um, which... <laughs> Well, one of those two is going to break somewhere. Um, And probably it's me. 
but yeah the, the running is like take half an hour and you probably feel like you've really done mm-hmm. quite something whereas for biking go out half an hour obviously this, this might vary for people but i get the feeling i haven't done much in half an hour but yeah i do enjoy probably biking from a fun perspective more so mm-hmm. there's that but by biking do you mean do you mean road biking or do you mean like off country just on a on a road bike like tour de france type like next to the cars yeah yeah that's another whole thing right i mean there's some danger to that but no guts no glory i don't know about danger but i mean i think it really interesting how you said like running for you is like less interesting because you see less uh because for me it was always like i i always preferred running than having to be on the same piece of tarmac than than the cars are because usually when you go for the run you can go like some trail or something like that and there, there are tons of trails in switzerland which is really nice i know that that's not in every country uh, the case and so you can just uh yeah you can just go like for a really nice run in the forest or over some countryside and yeah just enjoy it and you can do the same with with uh off off-road bikes uh they have gained a lot of popularity in switzerland especially since you can also have them with a battery supported motors so you can cheat on the way up on the hill and have all your energy left on the way down i've i've done some bike rides but i didn't see anything i just saw the road because i was like <laughs> please stop <laughs> so and sometimes a little black i don't know what that was but uh, yeah no so it's um i i talking of you know not taking it too far um, I also have the tendency to, you know, go too fast, too quickly. Go into something untrained. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Stephen knows what it's about. Uh, so yeah, well, we absolutely. got there. We got there. We got there. Stephen <laughs> did the hill three did times. Did get back there? <laughs> yeah, that as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like the thing with running, like if I start from home, I have a certain range around me where I can probably realistically go. Um, yeah. whereas for biking, like, obviously you're not gonna go visit the Alps every time you want to go bike, for example. But, um, I, I do remember riding up some Alps in a distant past. And, and, uh, while that was also pain and suffering because every sport <laughs> is pain and suffering, um, I, I did enjoy the experience and, and the whole thing around it, obviously, but yeah, I need to get on my bike more. That's, yes. that's the okay. Steven tomorrow. No, not tomorrow. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it, and we're no, gonna. T- tomorrow's raining. Tomorrow's not good, but the day after. Yeah, yeah, day after. <laughs> absolutely. I need um, to update the maps on my uh, GPS. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so but in, in talking about this, like, okay, we're gonna do this biking. Uh, I think in a a good point uh, to wrap this episode up is how do you stay motivated? How do you keep to you know keep doing it? Force yourself to do it. Keep accountable, Mark. How do you do it? You're the expert here. How do we do it? Oh, I'm the make expert. Me, make okay. me fit again. Well, in my in my expert's opinion, Gerald. Um, <laughs> no, I mean I'm just doing this for a hobby, man. Uh, so I think what really helps is is having some kind of routine. I said that before, and also have a goal. And you, the the risk with us having a goal is once you've reached it, once you've ran that half marathon, what do you do then? And I mean. Uh, one thing that you could do is say, okay, I'll now train for a marathon, then I'll train for an ultra marathon. And then you think about it and you go like, oh man, but I, I really have got kids and family and friends and I would like to see them. I mean, running is great. So you could maybe say, okay, I want to run a marathon in sub two hours. I want to do it in under one hour and 45 minutes. I want to, there, there's so many things that you can, I think, train for and so many different 
sports that you can do in a in an allotted time frame. So I think having a goal is certainly always always great. Uh, don't overdo it, especially in the beginning. Uh, your body needs to learn the new movements. So if you decide to go running tomorrow and you haven't been running for a long time or you just want to give it your first go, um, well, take it easy. Your body probably will hurt quite quickly at first. And the, the other thing is don't underdo it. Uh, I've seen other people actually say, oh, I just need to rest now for like two months until I go for my next run. Uh, your body probably will not need that long a time to re- recuperate. And I think another one is don't do it alone. I mean, if you and Steven really make your biking team, um, I think that's really great because then you've got someone to be accountable for. It can also be an app that can take uh, that substitute, like uh, that will remind you, hey, Gerald, when will we hit the road again? Get off your beat. I'm, yeah. I miss you, Gerald. <laughs> Stuff like that. That's a, that's um, a personal app. Okay. <laughs> It might just be me every morning. And the, <laughs> yeah. and the last one I think is uh, like make it easy. And by that, I mean if you if you got kids or you got a a work schedule and stuff like that, it, it can be hard to like go out with a group of friends and play football as Stephen does. Uh, you really have to arrange it. So it can be like going for a run is like quite easy. Buy yourself a good pair of running shoes, and you can do that pretty much everywhere that you are. I mean, you can. Uh, I remember when the MVP summit is, the, the gym at 4 a.m. in the morning is tightly packed because everyone has got jet lag and thinks, oh, you know what, I'll just hit the gym. Uh, yeah, so I think just like having having it easily available and, and being able to do it. So uh, that also goes for if you plan your workouts. Like if you, I know like at the beginning, you're like super motivated and you'll say, I'll train four times a week, I'll train five times a week. And yeah, maybe it's just like, what's, what's realistic? Like is, is once a week realistic? And are you sure that you can always hit that or twice a week? And then just trying to stick to those goals because every time you've missed your goal, uh, it's always a bit of a, of a bummer and it might throw you off your track to, to really get going. And I think that wraps up this episode on getting fit. I know how to get fit. I know what I need to do. I'm going to get on that bike. I'm going to run. I'm going to do all the things. I'm going to install apps. I'm going to gam- gamification it. I'm going to hold Stephen accountable for me, if that makes sense. Um, I hope you <laughs> now also know how to get fit um, because, you know, um, the summer is coming, at least here. So we need to be fit and go out to our beaches and show it off. We've been your hosts, Gerald Schleich, Stephen Davison, and Mark Halliburton. Please let us know how you stay fit. What is the sports that you've been doing that we've missed? Maybe there's something new that I need to try out here. You know, little fun fact right here. I've done some um, baseball really far back, which was also very fun but I never did it again. Please reach out to us on Twitter at nullpointers.io. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Stay safe. And until next week, I'm